Hello and welcome to Call to Shine. This is our first very episode of our new podcast, and we just want to welcome you, and we're thanking you for listening and tuning in. We're going to be sharing updates as we go, and we're going to be sharing more with you about Call to Shine, who we are, what we're doing, and what God has called us to do with our wonderful partners across the United States and across the world. And we thank you for partnering with us. And as you listen in, we're we're also going to be sharing with you testimonies as we journey across the United States, visiting all 50 states, standing in agreement in prayer, praying for those that need healing, praying for those that need freedom and hope and all the things that the gospel of Jesus Christ has to offer. As we've been called as a family and with our partners to travel the U.S. in a caravan of RVs to pray for those that need prayer, to speak encouragement and life into those that need hope. And we bless you and we thank you for tuning in. And stay on for this next segment as we share with you more about the vision of what God has put on our heart. Good morning, good morning. This is uh, WFBR here in Glen Burnie, 1590 AM. You can reach us on the phone at 410-761-1592 if you have any questions or just something you'd like to share about your best friend Jesus. Um, this is Larry Bryan, and I'm here with... My name's Kyle. My name's Audrey Malden. Kendall Malden. Roy Curry. And Darlene Curry. And it's such a pleasure to have you all here. And um, let's just get started. What do you have to say, Kyle? Okay, so from last week, we, were, we had our sister Amber on. And we were just touching on just various topics. But the best one was just really focusing on God in Matthew 5.44, which is seeking his kingdom first and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. And we were explaining what that looked like. And the one that we didn't really get to touch on was Psalm 81, 9. There shall no strange God be in thee, neither shalt thou worship any strange God. So when you're seeking Jesus first, there's, there's no room for idolatry. There's no room for putting him second, you know. And we all got family members we love, children, food, cars. We got things, but we got to remember it's him that gives us the strength for all those things, right? And so um, this week, we're going to allow our guest speakers to just share what they have on their hearts and their ministries. And uh, we just want to really bring you guys the love of God and bless you on this day. And um, so Psalm 81.10 is, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it meaning he will give you what to say in the time being. You know, I really want to encourage anyone who feels like they want to just step out and pray for strangers today. Anyone who just wants to see someone gets healed, the more you step out and just open your mouth, he'll feel it. I've, I've actually had a situation like that. Um, I was in a Zoom meeting, didn't know the couple. Um, I said, 
I felt like, and then the Lord put me in the back seat and just started flowing through me. And bless Jesus, they were not only blessed, it was very accurate. I, I've never met the people before. They're in Oklahoma. Started going on about a on-the-road ministry. They walk outside. They show me they already got the RV. <laughs> and the Lord just started pouring in their provision for them to go. And they went. And they sent me that testimony, and it's still going on today. So what's awesome about our guest speakers is they're going to be an on-the-road ministry as well. And so if you could spread the word, I would very much appreciate it. Um, you know, you don't really have to have a specific ministry. You can touch your city. You can touch your neighborhood. You can touch your shopping center. Regardless of where you're at, you can always share the love of Jesus. Audrey, would you have some thoughts on those who, who may be scared to step out? Most definitely, Kyle. Um, so stepping out is such of an important thing to do in our faith because we want to share what's on the inside of us. But to get there, we have to let the Lord impact, you know, what is on the inside of us. And uh, as he, he has healed me from so much, Kyle, he's uh, set me free from, uh, uh, I would say, basket living where, you know, the bushel was upon me and I had faith on the inside, but I couldn't express it on the outside. And I had to allow Jesus to come in and heal me in order to allow my light to shine on the outside. And so as, you know, God does that to us, he sets us free of hurts, pain, and just different things that have held us down. And he, uh, he beautifully lights our hearts on fire so that we are now becoming lit for his kingdom's sake. And that's what I just uh, want to share that, you know, in order for us to be able to share what is on the inside, we must let him go in and heal those hurts so that we could shine for him in this time. Because it is a dark time, right? But as times get darker, man, is his light going to be shining bright on the inside of us, going eventually to the outside of every part to touch the nation? Yeah, I would just uh, just to, to add to that, uh, you know, I think one of the things that God shows us is is that when he lives inside of us and we've welcomed him in and, and given our lives to him, we are representing him, or I've heard it said, representing Christ. And as we remember, as we're going out, as he's calling us out to do whatever he's calling us to do, that's what we're doing. We're representing or representing him. And he's the one that's doing what's happening. He's the one that is healing the sick. He is the one that is freeing those that need freedom and, and helping them to understand their true identity in Christ. And we are there as willing vessels. So it takes the pressure off our shoulders as we're just saying yes to what God is calling us to do. And he blesses that yes. So it, he, he makes it simple. He makes it easy. Papa Roy, for those who don't know, how would one become a proper vessel or be, be clean enough for the Lord to use or feel like they're worthy of being used? Thank you, uh, Kyle, this is, uh, this is awesome. I'm so excited about it. Uh, this was a vision God gave me many years ago. Um, he told me that uh, I would be used for his kingdom. I was going to retire and use, go full-time ministry. I had no idea what that meant. And, but the one thing is, is God's word. God word. God's word speaks to us. 
So as you're reading, if you're not reading the word, it's going to be hard, kind of hard to hear from God because God does speak through his word. He is his word. Yeah. And he gave me Isaiah uh, 61. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to build the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them yes, that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, oil for, uh, for joy, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So the Lord gave me my marching orders, and I just didn't know what that looked like. He doesn't give you it all at once. He'll give you parts. And he gave me this scripture. So I waited, and then he told me, he says, uh, for the first thing he told me to do is sell your house. And I'm like, what? <laughs> sell my house? <laughs> but that's what he does. Yeah. He wants us to get rid of everything that we're clinging to, everything that we cling to him more, uh, cling to more than him. And so he told me to sell my house, which we put up on the market. And he also told us uh, that we were going to get an RV, which my wife was totally opposed to. Uh, but then the Lord spoke to her and she agreed that we were going to. And the next day we got an RV. And that's a long story short. Uh, so we got our RV. And now he's told us that we're going to go full-time mission uh, uh, in, in the United States. So... Uh, yeah, as we travel, we're going to be looking to fulfill Isaiah 61. Thank you. Yeah, that's mind-blowing how when you started talking about how God tells us to do things, and sometimes he doesn't give us everything at once. He just gives us a part. Yes. And then you went to the book of Isaiah, where Isaiah prophesied that he would die by being pierced hundreds of years before they even started crucifying people. Mm -hmm. And that just so blows my mind how God works and... and you know, things like that come up in my life all the time. Do you have anything to say about that, Mama Darlene? Well, I just love how God helps us by sending the Holy Spirit. And, and we can actually hear the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, this is the way, walkie in it. And so it's, it's a day-by-day, yes-by-yes surrender to the Lord. But what makes it so beautiful is that we get to co-labor with his heart and to be a representation of that in the earth. We get to hear what is the heart of the Father for the land that we touch. We get to hear what is the heart of the Father for the person that he puts in front of us. And then we get to represent him who is full of love He's full of mercy. He's full of grace. And at that point, we become dispensers and um, like ambassadors of hope, you know, because hope is such a powerful thing. I've, I've heard it said that the second most powerful thing in the world besides love is to have hope. And, you know, hope in God is not going to disappoint you. Um, oftentimes you hear the scripture um, that hope deferred makes a heart sick but there's a second part to that scripture and it says but a tree of longing i mean um a desire fulfilled is uh is a tree of longing and in that 
in that longing, in that tree, there's fruit. And in the fruit, there's seeds. And so, you know, it's just hope just keeps going and going and going and going. And so that's our heart's desire to just be the fragrance of the Lord in every place that we go. Yeah. Once he fills you with that love, you know, love is the most powerful force on earth. And it, he fills you so much that it just it overflows. You know, it claims that in the Bible that he will fill you up to where you overflow and you have, you have no choice but to proclaim the, the glory of the Lord. Hello, Wes, you there? Yes, sir, we can hear you. All right. Come on, Jesus. So for those who don't know, this is my brother, Wesley Cover. He's a mighty man of God, and he's one of those we were talking about earlier who have an on-the-road ministry. I would just like to give you the floor to go ahead and share, sir. Well, I just, you know, just what an amazing, amazing time to get to know Jesus, to know God. And so our awesome sister Amber last week and then the the foursome you have in the there just mom and papa curry helped me so much and my sister and brother in christ kendall and audrey they call it shine as they go around that and what their obedience is in jesus name and for me you know we just it's not about a ministry name so yes we have our free indeed revival ministry, but it's not about us. It's about, man, for 39 years I knew about God, but I didn't know God. And then I had an encounter, and what he has seen, what he has shown me as I changed my perspective from what I thought was real or knew was real and how I reacted to it to embracing, being able to feel his love, and so, just perfecting as my sister Amber and I, both from PG County, Maryland, had lives of sin, and we were brought out of that, delivered from darkness. And she has an amazing church and ministry. And as God has ordained us uh, over a year ago now and sent us to the nations, we did 40,000 miles last year, and we'll be. Uh, heading to Africa here in two weeks. It's just we want to be kingdom ambassadors. It looks like for some. You started breaking up there a little bit, buddy. You know, so we just want to demonstrate his love, his perfect love of heaven that he poured into us that we can pour back out and get people encountering the love of the Father, encountering Jesus, because Holy Spirit is real, Jesus is real, and He's the only way, the Father. You still there, Wes? I am. Okay. It sounded like it was cutting out a little bit. 
I appreciate you. So is there any word you would like to share with anyone who hasn't really encountered the Lord and who may not know what that looks or feels like? Well, I know that, you know, for for me, because if it's as simple as belief, the amazing revivalist Catherine Kuhlman said, it's so simple, most people miss it. And it's belief. And so God gave me that word, believe and receive. He wants to encounter us. We have to be open to that encounter. And so I have challenged people, cry out to God. Ask Him, say, if you are real, I want to know. I want to see you. I want to feel you. I want to encounter you. And so I'm just encouraging people as I shared the transparency of for 39 years, I knew everything but God. And after an encounter, just being able to understand, oh my goodness, you are real God. And then, as I said, having amazing brothers and sisters, them all, and they helped me. That's what challenged people that created not take luck of the draw. Absolutely. We're losing you, Wes. I dream of preaching the gospel, but it sends nations to people. Yeah. So you don't know what he yes to Christ. Accept him he is your and watch your life trend. Yeah. Um I think we're gonna have to let you go, Wes, because we're losing you and we're not really getting much of what you're saying. It's a it's a lot of garble right now. Um, but yeah, your your word has definitely touched me. And um you're absolutely right. I know um, I went through a situation in my life that was uh, terrifying, to say the least. And um, I turned to God, and, and I had said, God, I know it's wrong to test you, but please just give me some kind of sign. And um, I went to the church. I met him, you know, at his house. I said, you know, so Lord, I'm here at your house. Please just give me some kind of sign. And while I sat there, I noticed that there was a Bible sitting up on the pulpit at the front. And, you know, it was actually just a prayer room there at the church. And so I went up and I opened up the Bible. And the Bible was talking about exactly what I was going through at that point in my life. And he told me that he was going to protect me and get me through that situation. And then at the end of it, near the end of it, he said, And I will greatly exalt the Lord with my mouth. And it was like he told me, Look what you're supposed to be doing for me. And it definitely woke me up. And I've been on fire ever since. That was beautiful. And we just thank you, Brother West, for sharing. Um, now I want to open the floor to Papa Roy and Darlene and Kendall and Audrey to share about their on-the-road ministries that are coming up. I pray this is blessing you all. And uh, we're going to start with Papa Roy. We'll start with Kendall. Okay. We're going to start with Brother Kendall. <laughs> Just uh, share a little bit about your ministry, what you you know, what it's about. 
and whatever else comes to your heart. Thank you very much. We, we are very blessed and honored to be here today and uh, with our awesome brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, w just to share very briefly, um, one of the things that on our journey, um, and it's awesome to see how God has merged journeys, those divine appointments, you know, as we go. And you're going to hear a bit more from Roy and Darlene here as well. But when, when we first heard this journey, we didn't realize that God had given them also a very, very similar uh, vision and calling. And I tell you, when we, once we started connecting and talking about it, it's like a lightning bolt hit. You know, we're like, no way, God, you're so good. This is such a confirmation. But uh, about a year ago, um, we were in prayer, and uh, Audrey shared with me uh, one day that, that uh, she had heard the Lord calling, calling something upon her heart, and then in prayer I felt the same, is that he was calling us to the road. He was calling us to go out to the people of this nation, and we know God loves all people, um, but there's a specific calling he put on our hearts to go out and, and go to touch in prayer and agreement in all 50 states in the United States, and there were specific things that he called us to do as we go. And very briefly, one of the things he, re he highlighted to us is that, you know, God has given the body of Christ the things that they can share through the gospel, the love, the power, the peace, the ability to carry God's glory everywhere we, do, we go. He's equipped us for that. So he's calling us to do that very thing as we go out to all 50 states in the United States. There are people out there, many people, that need hope, that need answers, that need, that need the truth, yeah. that they are loved, and that they are truly a son or a daughter of the Father, and that true identity. So one of the things that he's called us to do is to share that. The other is to take authority over the land for the kingdom of God in prayer. And uh, so that's another aspect. The other is, is uh, going out in prayer and intercession, remembering that our nation was founded on the word of God and the promises of God. And also going out and reclaiming that land for the kingdom of God. But also keeping our focus on the people. You know, God's people are out there, and they need to hear the truth of how God sees him, them and that they are loved. They are loved. And so there are many that need to experience that through encounters with him. So as we go out, we're taking communion. As we go out, we're praying for those that need healing and freedom. As we go out, we're letting the Holy Spirit lead us on how we are to pray for each individual person that God highlights to us. So that's just in a, in a nutshell. Uh, we are called to shine, and we're going to share with you at the end of the show um, how you can reach out to us. But I love what Wes said. It's not about the name of the ministry or the name of the person. We are here to represent Jesus and what he wants to do. So with that, I'll turn it over. So in following what Kendall said, and uh, that was uh, awesome, Kendall, you put that well, um, is understanding that we were first loved by God and he chose us first. That's so important that we want, you know, to make that known to people out there that, you know, he speaks about it in John 15, 16. He says, you, didn't, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain 
that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. And knowing that, you know, as we go together, we're going as a family of six with our two kids involved, Papa Roy and Mama Darlene are, you know, they've already foregone ahead of us. They're going to be teaching us a lot of the ropes. So I love how God will, will send you, but he'll also equip you. And he'll place people around you for the call to make it uh, happen. And uh, when he does put a vision before you, you know, there's, I, I love how um, a mentor friend of mine would always say, no man can stop the call of God on your life. And when God calls you, he, he, he's chosen you. You, you need to understand that because it starts there. You need to know you're his, you're his chosen one. And when you understand the deep love he's got for you, it gives you then the fire to want to do and to want to head out for him and to do everything he's, he's put on your heart to do. And so as Kendall was um, speaking about this journey, we are so excited because we feel that God is, you know, he gave us vision when we came out of Toronto uh, light the fire again we went two years in a row just because the fire there was so strong and we knew it wasn't just for us it wasn't just for our family to go there and get soaked in that presence it was for us to bring back that fire to our nation that needs it so very much in this hour and as we're driving back from Canada and crossing the border Kendall and I received a vision I, I received it and I told him but he also saw it in his spirit man um, is we saw that everywhere that our tires touched that fire was going to touch the ground and it was going to catch fire now this fire that we saw was consecration fire of the love of God touching an entirety of a nation that needs to come back to the heart of its first love encounters with Jesus and we felt well you know <laughs> why not us because sometimes you feel kind of like, well, I'm a family. I don't know that I can. But then God shows you that if you put one step in front of the other, that he's going to signaturize it by his power. And that's exactly what he's done up to this point. <laughs> and uh, finally, I'll say over the last year, he's been teaching us. You know, he'll teach you something over and over again. He'll teach you about something that he wants you to know. And he has been teaching us about the rod of authority. Now, God wants us to take this word just as uh, King Josiah did and have a heart to turn it around for the kingdom. See, King Josiah at eight years old stood up when nobody else would. And he went against the pool of what everybody around him had been doing and was doing. And he said, I will be the one to shift things and turn it over. And I feel that God's giving us a heart to say our families and want to unite with other families out there and just say, let's turn things over and start to give God the honor where God deserves the honor in this nation. So we want to really start an intercession and prayer movement across the land and have the Lord move our hearts to uh, every place every every part of this nation and then moving on to the nations we're not going to just stop here we want to take territory for the kingdom of God and lastly is that rod of authority is a mark of his word being reestablished across the land. See, they had to read it even in the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah, they rebuilt the temple, but then what did they do after they rebuilt the temple? They pulled out the book of the law and they read it out loud in front of the assembly of the people so that everybody would see the word of truth and see its establishment once again. And that's where we want to read the word. We want to speak the word. We want to prophesy the word. We want to go everywhere that the Lord tells us, touch that ground and take a authority over it so papa roy or, or mama darlene yeah. i'll send it over to you with whatever the lord leads you all right um one thing we have to understand is that when god calls us we don't have to know exactly everything that's going to go on 
uh, in around us, and we don't know how it's. We don't have to know how it's going to happen. We don't have have to have all the answers. Sometimes we don't move out because we we don't have the answers, and and the answer is God. You know, the answer is the Holy Spirit. You know, if if you're not trusting in the Holy Spirit, you're trusting in your own self. And when you're trusting in your own self, we do, our mind is not God's mind, and His thoughts are not our thoughts, and our thoughts are not His thoughts. So we know that when we go, he's told me that there's going to be signs, wonders, and miracles. We know that. When we go, there's going to be signs. Because he said that will follow you. And we're doing this in obedience. Because who wants to sell our house, buy an RV, and go on the road? You know, uh, the estimated uh, time of this journey is going to be two and a half to three years. That's, that's a long time of, of commitment. But we're doing it for, because God told us to do it. And uh, we're going out sections at a time. We're going to keep coming back because we have a church covering here, uh, a Redemption House Life Center. I want to uh, put that out there. Dave and Tracy have been so supportive of us. They, they love us. Yeah. We love them. And we just want to hang out with them, you know. And uh, we don't want to go. But we know God's called us to go. So we're going. And we're expecting signs, wonders. We're expecting people to get up out of wheelchair. We're expecting the blind to see. We're expecting, expecting ears to be opened up. You know, we're not going in, in some anxiety thing, you know, where um, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Because God explained it. We're, we're like Jesus. Uh, wherever Jesus went, he healed, he delivered, he ministered uh, his love. And that's what we're going to be doing as we go forward. And I'm so excited to be sharing this time with uh, Kendall and Audrey and their children because, like, wow, God gave them the same vision, the same exact vision that we had. And that was like a a year after because once God gives you a calling, it doesn't mean you have to move right away. You have to wait for that. Okay, it's time. And when they called us and told us that, we said, this is the time. So immediately our first meeting was, when (laughs) when are we going so we came up with july 14th and uh we already kicked off on on the 14th uh um uh that uh we're gonna we're gonna start in maryland gonna go around maryland he's given uh, some uh destinations in washington dc uh with the international house of prayer there to just join with them and and pray with them over our journey and and what god wants to do because we want eyes to see and ears to hear we don't want to be doing it out of what we want. Like, you want to go to Disney World, you know? Uh, yeah, that'd be nice, but where does God want us to go? You know, that's, that's what we're focusing on. And, and uh, our prayers are going to be only what God has already promised. It's not, going to be, it's not going to be what we want or what we think. It's going to be what God's already promised. In his word, he told us we're going to take the nations back. He said, we will take the nations back. He didn't say maybe or if. He said, he will take the nations back. And we see the states that have, have uh, lost all hope. Uh, you know, God says he was going to restore hope in Isaiah. He said that's what we would do. So we're believing his word. We're going on his word. We're not believing this yeah. is something we're not making up, you know, that we sit down for hours and talk about. This is what God's word says. So we're following his word we're, uh, we, uh, so pray for us for obedience to that word and that we don't vary from that. But it, with the four of us or six of us, actually, 
we'll be confirming with each other all the time what we're hearing from God, like Kendall uh, and Audrey when they were coming back from Toronto. You know, they, they, they heard, uh, they, they verified what God was saying, and, and he's done that in Darlene and my, myself so, so many times, uh, even to the point of the RV where she didn't want it at all. She wanted to stay in her house, but then God said, okay, it's time. I'm watching. <laughs> so um, I'm getting ready to turn it over to my wife now. I still have 25 seconds. <laughs> so they're trying to squeeze me here, but I'm not getting squeezed because God, God doesn't get squeezed, so I don't get squeezed. So thank you, Lord, yeah. for all you're doing. And uh, I just uh, want to tell everybody, don't wait until you think you're fully ready. But when the call comes, go go and and trust god because it's all a matter of faith you know when when abraham left his territory he left because god told him to uh and that was all faith so i'm gonna turn it over to darlene now yeah the first two letters the first two thirds of god is go yeah. Amen. and um i'm so excited for all of you and the things that he's going to show you and i can't wait you know i still i used to lay awake at night like you're saying the answers to the to everything are in the bible I used to lay awake at night a lot when I was younger because of the childhood I had and wondering, Lord, why do I have to live through this? What is the purpose of all of this? And then finally, as I got older and through reading the, the scripture, I learned that God created me to love him and to love my brothers and sisters and help them through the things that they're going through the same way that people help me. So, yeah, go ahead, Mama Darlene. Amen. Didn't mean to cut you off there. Amen. So... <laughs> One of the scriptures that passionately ring in my heart is 2 Corinthians 5.20, and it says, We're therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. And, um, and then in Mark 16.15, he says, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation. So our passionate heart's desire is to be heaven's ambassadors in the earth, for every single place that he would send us, whether he would send us to capitals of cities or to some tiny borough or some place in the woods or in some valley, you know, like we, we just want our hearts to be so synchronized to the rhythm of his heartbeat that we're, we're feeling and we're being his heartbeat in the earth. Um, in the very beginning of this year, I painted a painting uh, that was a menorah. And the name of the painting is Be the Shamash. The Shamash is the, the center um, candlestick that lights all the other candles. And the Lord was showing me, go and be my light in the earth. Go and be my light. Be the Shamash. Get everything from me because I'm your source and I'm the source that's going to light this world on fire. And so that's our passionate desire that long after we've left a place, um, the spirit and the presence of the Lord is perpetually in that place um, changing. Can a nation change in a day? Absolutely. When the spirit of the living God comes, an entire nation can be changed. It can be turned back to the heart of the Father. Because, you know, America is in the heart of the Father. And he has a plan and he has dreams for her. So we want to partner with what is in the heart of God 
for this nation and basically put a staff in the ground um, so that he is exalted above this nation. Can a nation change in a day? Absolutely. So we're honored to be his hands and to be his feet and to be his voice and to be his heart. Thank you so much, Larry. Oh, it's no problem. Um, I find it a blessing to be able to, to help you know, spread the word. And I'm, I'm sure you guys do too. And so I, you know, I feel awesome that I'm able to share this with you. You know, it's um, one of the many things I've learned throughout my life is that you can have wealth and prosperity and all kinds of things, but if you don't have anyone to share it with, it's meaningless. It's, it's um, you know, you're just by yourself and, you know, having a great time, but you've got no one to share it with. It's, it's very lonely. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, heartbeats of Jesus was, may they be one as the Father and I are one. And, um, you know, he's just the master. He's the master vine dresser. He's, he's the one who who makes the tapestry, wear his poetry in the earth. And, you know, I believe as never before, God is wanting to know, wanting people to know you are not alone. You have never been alone. Alone is a lie. It's a deception. It's a falsity. On your best day, you could never even begin to ever be alone. And that in itself is a huge promoter of hope. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you that we stand on your word every day of our lives, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I thank you, each and every one of you, for listening to this first initial bro- uh, podcast that we're, we're putting out there is called To Shine. And uh, what you just heard was uh, uh, the first part of a, uh, a broadcast, a one-hour broadcast that uh, went out on the airwaves in uh, mid-July of this year um, on 1590 AM there in the uh, Baltimore area. And um, we were very thankful to share uh, with our, our, our dear friends um, and partners about what God has put on our hearts. And um, as you're hearing this broadcast, we just encourage you to just seek the Lord on how he is calling you in your area, in your neighborhood, in your uh, workplace, in your home, um, to be that shining light. Just as you've heard examples of what he's putting on our hearts, it could be anywhere that you are, wherever you are in the calling he's putting on your heart. It's just about obedience, just about saying yes to him. So we just thank you for joining us um, as you've listened to this part one. So part two, uh, stay tuned. We'll be uh, sharing the second part of the uh, the broadcast that was on the air in mid-July. Um, more to come on, uh, also on testimonies that uh, from our fr- the first part of our journey, as uh, we've been able to reach now ten states. Um, as you're hearing this broadcast, so we're going to be sharing more uh, testimonies and stories and and anything else that God puts on our hearts um, as you tune in to our podcast. So we thank you for joining, and as always, continue to seek the Lord and what He is calling you to do. And just be obedient. He blesses your yes. And we bless you 
for listening in and partnering with us in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you all.